where, hey, there's a there's a youth group and we go to that youth group and that's it. Yeah. And we've kind of let different kids, like if they have a good friend group over here, then maybe they can go to that youth group instead of the one that, you know, or whatever that might look like. Right. Um, yeah. So, you know, the one kid had to memorize Bible verses whenever they, they screwed up or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and another kid, we might choose to go a different way. So all that to say, if you were to look at your kids as individuals, and I'm really trying to do that with four, we have four very different individuals. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, I still try to raise them to be strong men, strong women, without a doubt. Yeah. I try to help them to follow and know who Jesus is. That faith is important in our family. Yeah. And man, I, I want them to to be men of, and women of character and integrity and strength. Yeah. So the goal is the same for all four. Right. And how we parent them, really, really different. Yeah. Um, I would also say that brings up some tension in our family because yeah. it can feel unfair when the kid does the same thing, yeah. but it's disciplined differently. And yeah. all I can say is... Um, I'm doing my best to raise each of you right. right. And right might look a little different. So yeah. kids are complicated these days, man. And so they're, they're growing up faster and slower than I right. swear at any point in history. And so um, I want to help them be ready for the journey ahead. And, and I, I do think that requires a super attentive and thoughtful parent a dad i mean if, if i could be so bold in today's world to say yeah strong dad is really important i've done youth ministry so long um i've seen the absence of right. good dads for yeah. so much that i'm like man this is some important stuff yeah so if you're a dad out there man i would say you might not hear it very often you might not know how important your role is but it's right. huge yeah um, if you're a father figure Yep. I don't know. I've just I've experienced way too much in youth ministry to know that kids are hurting without their without their dads. Yeah, uh, literally. And that's what this podcast is really steering towards is um, because being a father and a husband, dude, is is scary. Um, yeah, it is. Being a businessman is fun. So it, it, even if it's scary, it's fun. So it's like, yo, I get to tell people what I do. I make all this money. I got my this. I got this. But being a father and a husband is extremely scary for men. Um, yeah. And I've learned that over the years of mentoring men um, that they're petrified of not being able to be successful in that area of their life uh, because of so many of the nuances that you're saying. Right. So it's like, man, I got four kids four different kids. Some people get four kids and three of the kids are almost the same. So, I mean, so, you know, whatever the makeup is, it can be, you know, you can get away easier sure. if, if three of your kids are not even the same, but generally the same. Now we only got one kid that we really got to worry about. But when yep. you have four kids who are on four different things, then your time and your awareness has got to be there a lot more. Uh, Basically, because of the projection of where fathers are in the home. Totally. Uh, well, I, I got a kid who's like an achiever. I got a kid who's uh, an athlete. I have a kid who's an artist. And yeah. then I have a kid with some developmental stuff cooking. Yeah. So, I mean, I got four wildly different humans. Yeah. Same goal. Yep. And I believe the same God who's going to use them all in dramatic and amazing ways. Yep. Um, 
but I want to do my best to parent them as individuals. And, but, but the key is I'm going to be super present in your life. Yeah. Super proud. I'll give you some examples. Uh, my, my kid who's away at college, um, he's doing, he's doing great. I text him all the time. I, he is going to college about an hour away. I tell him you can always come home. We'll do your laundry. We'll feed you. We'll fill your gas tank. Like that's just, he, he just needs to be like, do I still have a place to belong? Right. So I know that and I'm <laughs> right. making sure he knows Yep. You know, even though we gave your room away to your younger brother and we repainted it, uh, you still right. have a home here. <laughs> right. Somewhere, uh, somewhere in here. You do. <laughs> exactly. So we don't know where because you're, you're we gave your room away. <laughs> right. uh, but like my second born, he's he's playing water polo right now and he just needs to be cheered on and seen. And if we show up late for his game, it matters to him. So, man, I'm there on time and I'm he can hear me from the stands because that's yeah. important. My my daughter. My, my only daughter, she just needs to be continually loved because she just was born like I think so many, unfortunately, of our of our sweet girls and have learned from our culture. Um, just she just views herself poorly and it kills me because she's such a masterpiece and so right. spectacular. So I just continually pour into her and breathe words of life and love and into her. And then my my youngest son just needs to be successful at something. He's had a lot of challenges and setbacks. And so um, we found something. It's a game called pickleball. Yeah. Uh, and we play pickleball all the time. Yeah. Because he's found success. He's good at it. Yeah. And so we play a lot because I want him to feel successful and like yeah. a winner when everything else seems to come with such challenges to him. Yeah. So just quick examples of how I'm trying to go, what does that kid need? Right. And meet that need as a dad and with love. And, and, you know, here's the honest truth. A lot of, a lot of time it requires time. Yes. So, you know, you lead off by talking about balance and margin and all of that stuff, dude, that is the impossible journey yep. to find balance. Like good luck. Yeah. Um, I can find moments. I can make memories. Yep. Um, I can invest time when my family is a priority. So yeah. I don't always get it right. Like I'll yeah. be transparent with you. I don't always get it right. I like to work and I, I like to be successful and I like to accomplish, but my greatest accomplishment is not going to be being successful in business or growing my youth ministry or whatever. Yeah. Um, expanding my following on social media. Although right. I'm trying to do all those things. Right. Um, it's my family and it's right. important to me. Like I said, there's three things I want to be. I want to be a great dad, maybe the world's best dad. I'm trying. I want to be an unbelievable husband. And I think there are moments where I've been uh, not quite to that level, but I'm trying. And I yeah. want to be, uh, I want to have a pretty good career, like a yeah. decent career. I want to be yeah. successful. Yeah. That's it. There's a whole yeah. lot of things that are not on that list. Like, right. And I think that order is important. I want to, man, I want to raise great kids. I want to love and respect my wife. And and do life with her until death do us part. Yep. And I also want to, I want to be good at my job. Yep. But oftentimes, I mean, I'm fighting this. I don't know if you're the same with me, but like, I get those mixed up, flipped around, upside down, and work comes over the top. And you know, work is always asking for more, and will take all that you will give it. Yep. And your family will typically, like, put up with more. And if you aren't as invested, it'll, it will survive. Yeah. And 
I just don't want to mess. I don't want to mess that up. Yeah. Like I don't want to get to the end and realize that I, that I have my priorities in the wrong place. So, yeah, I, and I agree. Um, I'm, I think from the beginning, that was my biggest thing. Um, I come from a divorced family. Um, and my mom and I, my dad got divorced when I was, when I was 10. Uh, And then, so, and then AC is like five years younger than me. So you see where we're, you know, so we're in a pickle, right? Yeah. So we're in a pickle growing up. Um, and so my main goal was how do I not, or like, how do I break this cycle Exactly of what I've seen or what I know? And I found only one way to break the cycle. So all you fellas get ready, write this down. You must serve God wholeheartedly. Like that was the key. The key was that I served God wholeheartedly, that I didn't serve God and then try to be on a gray line about being selfish about myself and trying to manipulate salvation to be able to have what I want, but still be saved and, and all that stuff. And, and literally do when I really said that I was going to, my wife wasn't saved. So when I married her, she didn't grow up in a church or nothing. So like no church, no nothing. Right. And I just told her, she's like, man, if we don't get, what do we do not to get divorced? And I said, man, this is a hard, (laughs) (laughs) this is a hard ask. But I can tell you how we can never get a divorce. And she was like, so what do we have to do? I said, if we serve God wholeheartedly, meaning that we do not waver, we do not crumble, we don't allow culture to dictate to us, we don't let family members, we don't let this marriage dictate to how we're going to serve God. We don't let anything dictate to us how we're going to serve God other than his word. We will never get divorced. Like you will never get divorced if you do it God's way. And I told her, I said, now the biggest thing of that (laughs) is staying consistent with doing it God's way because the world presses on you. Like you said, you start making some money. That's a press Mm -hmm. because, hey, my family needs money. I'm making good money. If I make more money, my family get to live a little bit better. I make more money, my family. And like you said, now all of a sudden where you had your three this way, now you didn't put work in front of everybody else. And you're right. Family, your wife and kids would literally put up with you being a jerk because you're just making money for the family. Now, no one's happy, right? No, right, right. No one's happy, but no one's going anywhere because basically right. this is a source and we do have some some type of privilege here with what dad is doing, but we all are very extremely pissed off at dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we really don't like him. I don't yeah. want to talk to him. Or, or you don't know any better until later. And you're like, wait, I am wait. broken because <laughs> right. I have stuff, but I, I lack something inside of me too. Right. Yeah. And when you have daughters, it's like, like you, and you're right. My daughter's 11. And my wife is going through all these things. My daughter thinks she's beautiful. She thinks all this stuff. But it doesn't take away from us still having to reinforce that because the devil is still coming. The devil is still coming after young ladies uh, trying to get them to be insecure. But you know what? Go ahead. You got it. Even this weekend at church, I mean, I'm speaking at our, our big fall kickoff in our junior hires. And my whole message is from Ephesians. 
and it just talks about the amazingness that you are in Christ. Right. That he's made you for good works. He's made you as his masterpiece. Like, and I'm, I'm saying that to our junior hires, but I'm saying it to my daughter. I'm saying it to my kids. I want yeah. them to get it because the world is attacking that message. It's and, attacking. You know, media and all of it, like it's all after them. And I, I want to be the voice. And granted, my daughter is so sick of me saying it, which I think oh. is good because maybe that means it's getting through a little bit. Right. Like she's like, I know, dad, I look great. I'm a masterpiece. You know, <laughs> like rolling right. your eyes. Right. But I want her to know for the rest of her life that not only does her dad think the world of her, right. And but adore her and love her and sees yep. her creativity and God's image in her. Um, but not only do I, but that's how God views her as well. Right. Yep. And so, and, and sometimes it isn't even the culture. Like I, I know we like to bag on the culture and marketing and all that stuff. Part of it's just in deep insecurity. It is that's inside of them too. Like yep. somehow I'm like, Oh baby, if you only knew right. how amazing you were. Right. And and part of my job as a dad to make sure she knows it and feels it and, and sees it. Right. So and it's it's the, the the crazy part is is that it's just not growing weary in doing it. Um like you said, she rolls her eyes, she does all that, but I promise you this if you stop saying it for two weeks, she would say something to you. Yeah. Yeah. Because basically she's a teenager. So of course I don't want to hear what you have to say, right? It could be that. It could be listen. It could be anything. It doesn't really matter. It just at some point in my day I'm irritated with everybody, so I don't want to hear it. But I promise you, if you ever just took a month off and don't say anything to her, that she would literally probably come to you crying because she'd be like, "What did I do? Or why are yeah. you not saying? Am I not now? Like you'll find out that oh, it was very impactful to you. You you made it look like it wasn't, but that's what teenagers do. You know exactly. they don't. They're not supposed to go, thank you, Father. Yes, I, <laughs> I feel all of because that's just like too like too much like, I, right. I feel so much better about myself because you <laughs> told me you love me. They're like, you have to love me. You're my dad. You better say that. You know, listen. I mean, and 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 when you look at it, that's really what how kids look. My daughter's like I said, my daughter's eleven. I do the exact same thing you do. And my daughter tells me that exact same thing. She goes, Isn't that Well, you're my father. So I mean, of course you think that, you know. And the thing of this, I don't care if that's your take on it or not. I'm going to say it until God comes back. I don't care if you got a husband and you got your own kids. When I see you, I always see my daughter and I always want to tell you how beautiful, how awesome. Because my daughter is an artist. Oh, um, yeah. Like Mine Shania. Too. Yeah. So oh, they draw. So talented. Crazy. Yeah. And Shania, my daughter looks up to Shania. And so that whole artist thing flowed over to my daughter man so she draws Beautiful. paints and stuff so you know you're trying to really tap into that stuff and it's that's what i said about being a father it's hard work i mean i hate that men step away and don't step up to the challenge but to be honest and transparent i understand why you would be at such a high in a high fear factor situation because yeah. The outcome is so great. It's like, dude, I can pour all of this in here and you can still come out screwed up. And I don't even want to deal with that. <laughs> oh, I mean, the risk is so high, too. The risk, I think dude, about it all the time. The risk. <laughs> listen, I tell people all day, it is so easy to be married. Like, I don't understand how people can't be married because marriage 
to one person to get to know this one individual is butter. What's hard <laughs> is taking this one person and then adding these two to four to five other little people. Listen, your wife is already who she is. It's easy to navigate it's with somebody true. who is already who who is already what they're going to be. Yeah, the much less four kids trying to figure out who figure they out, are. Figure out, and, and then you're trying to figure out how do you help them become who they don't even listen, and they don't even know who they want to be, right? But you're trying to help them navigate. Exactly. So now you're going to see five different uh, vision uh, versions of your daughter until the one that is the one sticks. And then yep. the same thing for yep. your son. And I know you see this because you got an older son. So you can see how it's like, man, my son started one way. He went to another way. Now well, he's, he's already. Guy. Yeah, he's already changed his major in college. He's been there, you know, one year. So, I mean, he's still <laughs> finding who he is. And and honestly, I love it. Like, yeah. I love it when they experiment and fail. I'm like, yeah. this is great because you know that you don't want to be that. And you yeah. don't want to, you know. This is awesome. And they're yeah. like, I'm a failure. And I'm like, no, you're just not that or whatever, right. you know? Yeah. But to me, I would say to, uh, especially to a, a dad who is in the good fight, like who's committed to raising their kids, right. Having a good marriage, all that stuff. Yeah. I would say in each, you know, balance is a myth. I think like achieving perfect balance or Zen or whatever in your home right. is if you get it, right. it will be temporary. Right. Like it's not, it's not something that you eventually discover and perfect yep. and become the master of. In no. my experience, I would say if you want to balance, you know, balance work, home, marriage, family, life, you have to constantly be yep. tweaking the dials yep. of your relationship, your marriage, your time, your job, yep. all of it, always. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a moment it ba balance is a, is a joke. Uh, yeah. but I do think you can care so deeply yep. that you're always trying to figure out each season yep. Yep. and each kid and each moment and each trial. Like you're also, you know, I'm talking to a buddy of mine whose wife has cancer and they're in a tough spot and that's yeah. as rough as it gets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's fighting to have a great marriage and a great home in the middle of the biggest crisis they could find. Yeah. You know, I have another another friend of mine. They're going they, they can't have kids for whatever reason. Biology all works, but it's yeah. not working. Yeah. And they're in a massive crisis and they're committed to each other yep. and they're figuring it out. But I have yeah. another friend who's foster adopting and I'm they are in chaos right now. Yeah. But they're committed to right. adjusting the dials through this yep. new season. So yeah. I would say, so, so balance is a myth. It's not yeah. possible, but what's is, what is possible is for you to be a super present dad yep. Yep. and a super present husband. And it's going to look really different and that's okay. Yep. You don't compare yourself to other people's schedules no. and homes. And no. you know, I, I, a lot of people where I live, they work in LA. So they spend, two hours in the car every day, an hour up and an hour back every day. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to do that. Yeah. But I, and I can get, be at all my son's water polo games or when as all of his matches, I'm there. Yeah. But I don't compare myself. Right. That's, this is the season I'm in. Yep. And I'm thankful for this season and I don't have to fight as much yeah. for my son in water polo. Yeah. But I'm fighting for my daughter. Always. Right. 
too. Yeah. So right. yeah, I just think do the best you can in the season and time that God's given you. It's going to change a ton. Yeah. Um, but that's the journey of being a dad. That's the journey of being a husband. Yeah. Um, is the nuance. There's like, I wish, dude, I wish that I could come on your show and be like, Q, here's the one secret and it will solve everything. No. <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. Anybody who's selling that is selling something. <laughs> this, and this is my thing with even in the podcast realm, right? Is right. I got on here and started doing podcasts because I got upset that people kept giving out five good tips to this. Or if you do right. these five or ten things, this guaranteed like, happy marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's really a lie because everybody's marriage is different. So I can't yeah. even tell you, I can't say that 10 things would happen because those 10 things are coming from a very, very tight lens from my own life. They're not coming yeah. from the mill, the multi-million people who are gonna listen to the podcast. So what I normally do is uh I use the word balance, uh but I do agree with you. I should throw that out because I always speak from atmosphere. Now, one thing you can do is yep. you can always change and direct and, 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 and create an atmosphere that allow you to be able to grab those dials and to be able to do, but see atmosphere, 100%. when you look at what atmosphere covers, it covers all the seasons, right? The atmosphere on the, is on the outside of the earth. It's on the outside of all the seasons. So, yeah, dude, all these things are going to be rocking and rolling in your life. But if I'm worried about the atmosphere, I can contain it. I can look at it. I can jump in the snow. I can I can put a boat boots on a coat on. I can do all this stuff. I can do that for my kids. I can look ahead and see yep. when the sun is coming, when the season is going to change. I think that every great father is not only just living in the moment, but being able to actually get out ahead of the family to see. Like you said, with your daughter is like, man, I see something. And so I'm going to start, I'm going to start showering you now. Bingo. Bingo. That stuff is like, to me, that stuff is just awesome as a father. Like you said, somebody who's committed to doing it. And fellas, if you, if you've been struggling in this area, I mean, these, this is a great thing. So I'm with Josh, take out, don't try to balance stuff, jump into more of the atmosphere where it's more of like, how do I actually project my presence? Yep in the house and, and because... i'll give you a real practical example um i've worked a full day today it's about five o'clock and i'm done i've given all that i have to my ministry my my the business that i started i'm talking to a family who's got a kid in the house i mean i'm like i'm all in today and the work day <laughs> is about done everything inside of me says go home you know, flip on a football game or throw on some video games or take, you know, crash, whatever. And here's what I'm going to do. When we turn off, turn off this podcast, I'm going to finish one last thing that I got to knock out. And then I'm going to take a deep breath in front of my house right before I walk in. And I'm going to go in and be a great dad. I'm going to yep. dig deep. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I've given all that I can to my job and I'm going to exhale that. Yep. And I'm now going to, and, and that's the best part of being a dad and being a husband. You could tomorrow or today you can change. Like yeah, yeah. you're like, man, I have screwed up. I, my work life balance is way out of whack or I haven't yep. prioritized my marriage. Here's, here's what you do. You go home and right. on the way home, you buy some flowers and yep. you start turning the corner. 
or whatever that is. You know, my wife actually doesn't like flowers. She's a more of a chocolate gal. That's easier. Yeah. I'm in. Chocolate yeah. doesn't die. Yeah. Uh, it, it, right. it, it stays with you a long time. But you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're like, man, I haven't spent a lot of time with my kids and I'm feeling like I haven't been adjusting the dial. Great. Go get boba with your daughter yep. and leave your phone in the car. Like today, yeah. you can. Yeah. That's the beauty is that's you can change this thing. Yep. And with God's help and listening to his spirit, like you can make it the, the, the change isn't like, man, someday I got to figure out how to be a good dad. Well, forget that someday yeah. I got to figure out how to be a good dad. And you end up being a bad dad because, yeah. you know, you know, someday never comes. <laughs> right. It, it does real quick. <laughs> right. So, so I, I would say, man, if you're like, I want to be in this journey and I want to adjust some of these knobs and create an atmosphere and be attentive, dude, start today, pray yep. for your kids today yep. and ask God's spirit to guide you and, and start right now. Don't wait. Yeah. Yeah. That dude, it goes quick. I mean, I'm, I'm 46 in, in three years. I'm going to be an empty nester 49. I'm going to have four kids out of the house. Yeah. Like oh, that's, it that's, goes fast. If you got no kids or little kids. Yeah. And people told me it goes fast, man. It goes fast. It goes fast. People warned me. Let I me know. just tell you this. It goes fast. It does. It goes extremely Real quick. <laughs> yeah. And and you really want to dial in. Like you said, I love uh, as we close out here, uh, but that you can make the change right now. Come like, on. Like, like if you're listening to this and you're on the drive home and it's like it's been rocky and mama ain't been, you know, she giving you the side eye or whatever the case may be. Right. right. You can stop and get her favor, whatever that may be. And you can make a change today. You don't even have to wait or think about it any longer. Uh, you got, you know, you know, Mr. Griff here telling us how he's been able to create this atmosphere. And when I tell you, we, we, we're shutting it down, but I'm going to have to have you come back and talk about the business because <laughs> the business and the business is going to need at least 30 minutes because let's do it. I'm, because I'm I want to dive in on how powerful that business is. Uh, now God has made it successful to be able to take care of your family, but it's an extremely powerful youth ministry business that God gave you and your buddies, oh, man. Thanks, man. Um, and, uh, and I told you like my church, I got churches here that use you guys and they love it. They're like, I didn't know that was your buddy. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, it's a, that's a great tool awesome. that we can use for youth ministry. Um, but I do like it. I'm not going because if we get into that, then we're going. It's going to be a whole Dude, other. <laughs> we're going to have, to have another hour if we get. Yeah, yeah. The whole I, business. I, so when you come back, we'll literally just go right into. You're, um, you're kind. I appreciate the, it. I, download, I really do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, download Youth Ministry has been one of the funnest surprises. Yeah. That has ever happened. Like I just want to. I'm a youth pastor. I want to help youth pastors, and uh, it'd be fun to talk about it. Um, but today, I mean, I just share your burden to like have a great home and be a great dad. And yeah. honestly, those are those two are way more important to me than download youth ministry and all. I mean, that which is important. It's it's on it's in my top three. Yeah. But man, if I'm not a great dad, if I'm not a great husband, I'm not saying I got it all together, but I'm, I'm tell, I can tell you this. I'm really trying. Yeah. And yeah. I think if that's not there. Who cares about your business? Who cares about your right. career? You know what I mean? So right. even though we didn't get to it, maybe that's 
maybe that's part of the message today too, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I love, I told you I'm, I'm really big with family. Uh, I'm, I'm really big on learning and understanding of, uh, what dads do, uh, what they did wrong. How do they, how do they change it? How do they do something right? How, because basically this channel is all about helping, uh, men grow i mean we want to ever all of us have these same issues man there ain't nothing you said about your family from a husband or from a father standpoint that i can't touch with you and agree on that yeah i've touched that's touched me uh and that's why it's very important that we can just be transparent tell the truth you know because i know that everybody is not superman so just be honest and then that way we can help people get you know be better uh so three great takeaways is be consistent men very, very consistent in what we do. Be very intentional. And then the third one is that, you know, don't wait for tomorrow. You can make that change today. And uh, it's been great, man, having you on here, Josh. Man, I, I'm i telling you, man, this I knew it was going to be dope. Like, I knew it was going to be a dope conversation. Uh, uh, Q, I, I love you, dude. I, I respect you a ton, and I love what you're doing to help dads and men. And uh, anything I can do to be of service, dude, you know, you know, you got me. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure, man. I do appreciate it once again. And uh hey, I'm trying to see if I can get out there uh next month. I might Let's be I'll, I'll hit you up. Aaron want me to come out there and play some golf. So I'm trying to get that on to see if I can pull that off. So hopefully, come on out. And hopefully you know, I can, you heard, man. <laughs> you heard me talk about pickleball, so let's get a match I, in. Let's there see. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. Well, dude, man, I appreciate listen, it. Blessings, yeah. my friend. I, I enjoy it, man. Uh, thank you very much. Drive safe, man. And then uh, take that deep breath and uh, go give the family some of that love. Dude, it's what I do. I love it. All right. Oh, See man. you, man. All right now.